Hey, what's up? We're here at the Key Club with the Masked Villains, and you're listening to me, Jack, in the Punk Rock Demonstration. What is your name, and what do you do in the Masked Villains? I'm Logan. I play the bass. Adam, vocals. Scum Villain, uh, rhythm guitar. Baba, drums. We're missing um, our guitarist, our lead guitarist, Demi. He had to leave early. So. How did you guys come up with the name Masked Villains? Actually, Bubba came up with that one. Um, Bubba was always like really into Slipknot and stuff, shit like that. And um, I think that's where the mask. Yeah, the ma- that's where the mask came in. Um, the whole clockwork thing. Well, that we just decided we're like really into um, the addicts and stuff like that at the time. Major accident, and then we're like, "Fuck it, we're gonna wear masks." So yeah, kind of that's how that came about. Well, that's pretty much it. There's not really I'm much. Afraid to ask another question. There's not really much fucking to that story. <laughs> They can tell the yeah, singer well, doesn't show up. Me and Demi were, were in a band, and Adam Villain was in a band, and we we decided to join forces. And they <laughs> told me they told me to just make up a few names, and Mass Villains was there. It is. I thought all about all about the other stuff that Adam was saying. Yeah, pretty much. That that is pretty much how we're doing. We we're both in different bands. Um, we used to practice at Bubba's house. Well, my band did. They would watch us play there. Actually, the first song that we ever did as a band was um, Alive and Kicking. And um, that was a song originally from my prior band, which I, name I will not mention. <laughs> you just stole the song from the band, but you won't mention the band. Hey, fuck that. I wrote the fucking song. <laughs> I wrote it. I'll do as I fucking please. I'm pretty sure I have the rights to it. How long have you been around? Mm. I've been around for 21 years. No. <laughs> when I was born. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I think we've been around. Um, we've been around five years now. About uh, summer of uh, 04. Started. And since you brought up clockworkness uh, earlier, what is up with the clockwork stuff? Uh, the clockwork stuff? Was just, it was something we were into, uh, especially for me. Um, uh, well, no, it's because for me, the, the whole clockwork thing was where uh, if anyone's read the book, um, I was really into it and stuff, uh, the UK version anyway, just because it had um, Chapter 21, which is one of our new songs. Um, it was basically just about growing up. We all, we all kind of grew up all fucked up on drugs and doing dumb shit. And it, came, it got to a point where we're like, well, we can't fucking be doing this shit forever. And we're like, well, fuck it. Um, the whole clockwork, they just appealed. I mean, the whole sex violence thing. And, and Chapter 21 was the one that really hit home. It was kind of like, well, fuck it. Um, we have to grow up. And that's like the whole basis of the book for it. And that's kind of how we came up with that. With the... The style disappeared. It was all white. And it was, looked cool. Nobody else was really doing it at the time, except for like the bands that were around. Already Yeah, but there hadn't been any new bands doing it. And only the big bands that we knew of. So no one knew was trying it out, especially in LA. There's no other clockwork bands when we started out. We've seen like a couple come out, but for the people that have never like read the book Clockwork Orange or seen the movie what is it about like what is the point of that book or the movie it's pretty much just like any other punk rock movie you know sex drugs gang violence all kinds of crazy ass shit and just Clockwork is a lot a lot different just not, nothing like Suburbia or or anything else like that but it's, I mean, it's just more violent and stuff like that but uh I mean when I first got into, got into punk I got into Clockwork you know I, thought, I saw the movie and you know, I became a drug at the age of 13. And, and I'm proud of that. Hell yeah. Met Adam when I was about like 15, 14, 15. He was all drugged up. And him and Scum and all of our other friends, he'd be all drugged up every every night, just going all crazy. And I don't know, it's just something we, we've been doing this since we were young. And might as well just keep on continuing with the band. So is there any difference between the book version and the movie version? 
the book is much better. I, I know people say it all the time. Like you should read the book. No, honestly, read the book. It's a lot better. The movie's a great movie, but I prefer the book just because it has a lot of scenes that aren't in the movie. It's more detailed. It's more detailed, definitely. Um, Gives you a better sense of the idea of what the story is supposed to be about, or the whole clockwork theme. Kind of a coming of age kind of a thing, where like at the end, uh, he, Alex Delard, the main character in the book, um, comes to realize that he's not a child anymore, um, and he just needs to grow up. And it was one of those things where like, wow. Um, it had a really deep meaning to it, which the movie didn't really cover at the end. At the end, it just ends at chap. It ends with chapter twenty, where he kind of goes back to his previous lifestyle of sex and violence, and it's not as fulfilling uh, as fulfilling as he thought it would be. And in the book, it goes back to that and just kind of goes over how he's not fulfilled by it anymore. And at the end, he um, reforms and becomes a somewhat, I guess, productive member of society. Yeah, the book always makes it better to represent because you can't really represent all the stuff in the movie because most of the stuff you can't just draw it up, you know, like in a movie. But anyways, it sounds like we're promoting a Clockwork Orange or something like that, so <laughs> never mind that. Let's get back to the massive villains. So what kind of stuff do you sing about? We do a little bit of everything. I mean, we do Clockwork, and that's mainly what we started off with, like just a lot of like sex violence kind of getting all the whole clockwork scene pumped up and stuff shit like that then like little by little we kind of started getting more like working class kind of stuff first uh working class warriors was a song that we do that was it was something different for us because we were all working well it's me and me scum and logan were doing like hard fucking labor shit that sadly we're still doing lugging boxes and shit like that fucking working in warehouses and factories it's around the time we really got into like Coxbury, Cognitive Rejects kind of stuff. And we realized was, we just want to do kind of working class kind of a thing. So that's mainly what we do. We do like working class, clockwork, with Crimson Passion and Split Personality, things like that. Just like shit that pops up in my head, like schizophrenic thoughts and shit like that. Just things that are fucked up in my head that I just can't understand and I just write. Since we're talking about that song, Working Class Warriors, what is that song all about? Well, that song's about uh, Adam's father. You know, rest in peace, good man, worked his ass off. You know, Adam will always tell the stories how his dad always had food in his stomach, roof over his head, made a song for it, we picked it out, made a good-ass rhythm for it, started rocking it out, and yeah, that one just goes out to Adam's father right there. Ah, so it's one of those songs. Yeah. So we'll definitely have to take a listen to that one. It's called Working Class Warriors, am I right? Correct. So we'll take a listen to that song by the Mass Villains. It's called Working Class Warriors, and you're listening to me, Jack, in the punk rock demonstration out here at the Key Club in Hollywood with the Mass Villains. Yes, 
Back. That was Working Class Warriors by the band Masked Villains, and we're here with the Masked Villains at the Key Club in Hollywood, and you're listening to me, Jack, on the punk rock demonstration, here with the Masked Villains. So what makes it cool to stick with the Masked Villains? Uh, I don't know. We're kind of comfortable working around with each other. So, like, we know what our strengths and weaknesses, we can work well with each other. When we're practicing stuff, like everything just flows. We you know when we're working together and stuff. Like sometimes we don't have the, we miss like one of our members and shit. They can't come down because he lives pretty far, and you know you can feel a little void when he's not there. But when we're all working together, I mean it's pretty cool. It's fun. Speaking of far, it's like everyone lives in what Los Angeles or something like that. And you've got this guy living in Lake Elsinore. We all grew up around Los Angeles. Um, now me and. Scum are out in the valley. Well, well, he's out. Uh, um, Scum is out in Lake Elsinore, and I'm out in fucking Rialto right now. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> fucking cunt. No, we, uh, we all grew up out here. Um, we all went to the same high school. We all grew up around each other and shit. So, and it was just a thing where it was like, we're comfortable around each other. We're family. And so it was just one of those kind of things. It's where we grew up. This is what we're comfortable with. This is why we are who we are. and It's why we write the way we write and we do the shit that we do. So is that how you found all the members? Just going to the same high school or yeah. something like that? Yeah, we all just went to the same high school. Um, me, Logan, and Scum are all, we're all in the same grade. We all knew each other. Timmy and Bubba, we met them through a friend of ours, well, Bubba's sister. Met them through, <laughs> we met them through her. So, yeah, that's kind of how we just got started, and we all just hung out, and, uh, well, and with uh, Jimmy and Bubba, like, I've known them since, like, what, 14, 15, somewhere around there, yeah, so, I mean, we all kind of hung out here and there, but we didn't really start, like, just chilling and stuff till like, 
we started practicing at Bubba's house. Any particular reason why you guys decided to start a band and not like some gangster or some crap like that? For me, it's because I was never around really like gangsters or anything, so that never influenced me. Like some art or chess club or some crap like that? I know how to play chess, but <laughs> I mean, now like the lifestyle that I, <laughs> the lifestyle that I had at the time, I guess it went along more with uh, the punk scene than the gangsters and shit. I just like, you know, having fun, pretty much it. <laughs> The clockwork scene was big at the time. For me, I mean, I just, um, ever since I had picked up the guitar a few years back, I mean, I couldn't put it down. I just loved it. I love the fact that I can express myself in any way through it, you know, and music is one of those things that nobody can take away from you. And uh, because of that reason, I think that we all connected on that point. So when we all realized that we all wanted the same thing just to express ourselves through our music ever since then, and we, we really haven't been able to get away from each other. Pretty, pretty much. That, and I'm an attention whore, so... <laughs> tell he's talked most of the time already. Seriously, right? No, no, he, that's why he's a lead singer, that's why he writes songs the way he does. It's If you notice, they, they, they all revolve around him, so... He loves the attention. I do love the attention. The attention's fun. At one point, I do believe they wanted the band to be the Ma Adam and yeah. the Mass Villains. <laughs> that, that was the original... Um, <laughs> Name for like a like a day. So, so I'm guessing you're glad that didn't work out. <laughs> Some of us, not all of us. <laughs> so speaking of that, how do you like keep the attention of the crowd? Like with all these bands standing there, like statues and whatever crap. Well, how do you like keep the attention of the crowd? I like when well when I play, I get into the music. So I'm you know like if I was in the pit, I'm jumping around, fucking around, you know, still keeping beat with the bass and shit. But I mean, I just like having fun when up on up on stage, and it just feels good. Gives you warm fuzzy feelings. <laughs> All in my gutty woods. I don't know. It's just it's just went up there and like uh, I like to come on stage. So I mean, <laughs> he likes to come on stage. <laughs> if you haven't heard Hot Come Injection, then you're, you're not aware of what I'm talking about. But listen to it and you, you'll get it. How I catch your attention. <laughs> well, moving right along here, let's talk a little bit about this song called Alconaut. You've got it in parentheses. The blood. What is that all about? Cover from the blood. So is that what that means? Yes. It's a cover song by The Blood. Yeah. So any particular reason why you decided to cover The Blood and not like some other band? One of our old friends, one time he just he just so happened to have a CD, uh, a split with the Gonads and The Blood, right? And uh, we decided to, you know to hear it because he was all, he was always saying how it was badass, and we all heard it, fucking loved it. We went to buy all the buy their CDs, buy everything they had, and just that was like our first. That was pretty much The Blood's our biggest influence. Uh, our music and and Alcana was just a just a badass song because if you listen to the lyrics, it's about a drunken spaceman. It, it really is. It's it's about, it's about that sounds like an interesting song. It's a real, I mean, and uh, that day we recorded it, man. It was with uh, Gonzo Records. Me and Demi. It was just me and him. I did the drums and vocals, and Demi did the bass and guitar. And it was one take, and that was all it right there. That's badass solo you hear. That was all Demi right there. Very cool. So I guess we'll have to take a listen to that song since I did not know that it was a cover by The Blood and I've never heard of them. <laughs> so. we, have, we have complete permission for that one. Yeah. yeah. They're really big supporters of ours. We advise everyone to you know, check out The Blood. They're a really great band and you know, they, really they, just, they just don't get yeah, a really underrated band and they don't get the credit that they, did, that, you know, they deserve. Yeah, so I definitely have to check that out so I can see if the Mass Villains version is better or The Blood's <laughs> version is better. <laughs> We're not going to comment on that one. The Two blood, different styles. JJ Bedsore's guitar. I mean, he he was he was he was great. I mean, for that one, I mean, just throwing on that CD, uh, false gestures for a devious public. Just throwing it on and uh, 
hearing uh can't even hear just throw it on and listen to it and i was blown away i i could not believe it i had never heard anything like that before and ever since then that's what actually listening to that record is what took me to the next level of taking the guitar serious and really taking it up to the next step well before we take a listen to that song where can people find more information about your band and music and everything like that uh, we're on punkrockers.com we're on myspace and that's pretty much it. We have. Uh, so how do you get on uh, the Mass Villains MySpace? Just MySpace.com. Yeah, it's directly. <laughs> Slash the Mass Villains. Very cool. So we'll take a listen to that song. You've been listening to me, Jack, in the punk rock demonstration, and here's a song called Alconaut by the Blood. Actually, by the Mass Villains. It's the cover by the Blood. You can check out my website at punkrockdemo.com and my awesome DVD at 21st. Punkrockdemo.com. You've been listening to me, Jack, in the punk rock demonstration out here with the masked villains at the Key Club. I wish I was a member on a big shield. I thought you looked up like a head off of the last bell. I know they were listening to me. I thought I'd win my blade. Cause I'm an alcohol. I'm an alcohol. Because I wouldn't have it fucking made I fucked my way to Jupiter Look me where the bomb Complain with me to Get slung out all the bombs And if you wouldn't stop me I cut it with my blade Cause I'm an alcohol An alcohol Because I wouldn't have it fucking made I'm the open alcohol baby I'm an alcohol no I'm an alcohol alcohol This is Stax from Pisser Grip, and you're listening to Punk Rock Demonstration. See ya.
For requests. If you would like to request a song, check out punkrockdemo.com and click on the request a song link. Have fun, and here's your request on the punk rock demonstration. So much I got wasted last night. Didn't even know if it was day or night. What about you when I wanted to fight? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Picked up a girl that I thought it was you. Didn't even know that she had no clue. Baby, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah 
Yeah.
tired of that same old stuff they call punk rock? Well, take a listen to these upcoming songs. Never before heard anywhere. It's the punk rock demonstration new music block. Remember, you heard it here first on the punk rock demonstration. Well, be forewarned. Freedom has its price. Yes, there's always a snake in the Garden of Eden. What you got for me today? Today? Tenderfly Viper. One buck. Here's to you, pussy. <laughs> Don't drink my Viper. Watch. Don't drink the Viper! Don't drink the Viper! Don't drink the Viper! Don't drink the fiber, I know you ain't got no money I know a sober life ain't funny Watch more cars, buy more chains Fucked up people that say you're strange Don't drink the fiber Don't drink the fiber Before you know it, there's nothing else To drink that fiber, what the hell? Bustards, green and blue Melt into a toilet stew Better. 
Hi, I'm Becky from Vice Squad. I've been talking to Jack from a punk rock demonstration. Hope you enjoy the show.
This is the financial district of New York City. It is the most powerful and richest four blocks anywhere in the world. This is where billions of dollars are made and billions of dollars are lost. Did people really lose money or did it just change hands?
Punk Rock Demonstration with your host, Jack. He's got the goods. And we've got gonorrhea. We're the crumb bums. Someone's getting paid. Well, that's intentional, Walmart shoppers. This is your legionnaire's Nazi flex. Sam Walton speaking out like. 
Get